Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Big Boy's Gone Banana has been called a classic David and Goliath story. But, there, but it is more about freedom of speech and what happens to a documentary filmmaker when he goes up against a large corporation such as Dole Foods. And how far will Dole Foods go to shift the focus off of them and onto a filmmaker, even after their own CEO has admitted wrongdoing in a court of law and was captured on film. But Big Boy's Gone Banana is uh, directed by uh, Friedrich uh, Gerten, the also the director of Bananas, which is kind of the genesis of Big Boy's Gone Bananas. Uh, it is really the backstory on what happens when you really uh, raise your voice and try to tell the truth, and there's a big multinational corporation involved that doesn't want you to do that. Friedrich Gerten, welcome to Film School. Thank you very much. Thank you, and thank you for this documentary, a powerful documentary. It really, truly, um, in so many ways, uh, it, uh, it highlights um, what happens when you, when you try to tell the truth, and uh, there's a lot of money involved. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit of the backstory uh, about Bananas, the documentary you did, which provoked uh, all of this hoopla, and then how you decide when you decided, you know what, I want to document what's happening here to me in this, in this uh, attempt to uh, get the word out on Dole Foods. Okay. Um, well, I, I did a film uh, called Bananas where I followed banana workers in Nicaragua suing Dole Food Company. This is a part of a 30-year-long legal battle with, between banana workers from all over the world and Dole Food Company for the, for the use of a banned pesticide and made on sterile. Mm-hmm. And that case was followed by LA Times and AP and CNN and everybody. So, and I, I did the same. So I didn't, I didn't never thought that I was going up against them. I just told an unfolding story like any other journalist. Mm-hmm. But they, they had a op- different opinion. So when we released uh, the trailer for the film when, and announced that we were going to premiere it at the Los Angeles Film Festival, they sent us a cease and desist letter and mm-hmm. ordered us to stop the film and close the website and, you know, just go away. Yeah, and again, I... Uh... I want to condense this down because we're a little short on time, but also I want people to see kind of all of the different permutations and all of the greater issues that that Big Boy's Gone Bananas really highlights in a significant way. Um, how not it's not just a matter of them putting out a press release and saying, "Gosh, we don't want you to do this. We think this film somehow is inaccurate or whatever." There are real consequences, and it. And it's an issue I want to get to in discussing Big Boy's Gone Bananas uh, about access to justice when it comes to when you're up against somebody like Dole Foods. So, but in the film, Big Boy's Gone Bananas, you just, the L.A. Film Festival plays a significant part of the story because the film is going to premiere there. And the, all the things that happen in order to suppress that from, from eventually you do get to show the film, right, at, at L.A. Film Festival. Yes, I mean the the, the pressures are under the festival are under extreme pressure. So of course they they try to find ways how to defend themselves. Yes, and you know Dole is also an LA company. They are in Westlake, so they have a lot of contacts, and they use all they pull all the strings they they can. 
and and that's a very efficient scare tactic because I mean the cease and desist letter is sent not only to us, it's also sent to every single sponsor of the festival. Yeah. So it's a really aggressive way of telling somebody to to stop a film. And and I think it's it's quite sad because free speech is a part of the constitution in this country and in, and in most democratic countries. And I, I believe that the big corporations, if they want to be a part of a society, also should respect this kind of the basics of the democracy, which is free media and free speech. Right. Well, and again, this is sort of the the greater issue that Big Boys Gone Bananas raises. By the way, um, the film is opening today at the Lemley Pasadena Playhouse. That's obviously in Pasadena. And also at the Monica Four. So um, it's those are morning shows. Uh, are you and you're in town also? Are you going to the Cine Family as well? To um, is, is that part of the of your your tour here as well? Right, you're. you're I'm, gonna... I'm here to to present my film, uh, and I will be present at uh, four different screenings and and um, right. do Q and A's and talk to the audience and so on. Right. So that's 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 really cool. Yeah, you're doing some Q and A, I believe, at the Cine Family or the Silent Movie Theater. There's it's a uh, it's on Fairfax here at. at uh, Perfect. No, it's I, I don't only do it in Lemley's and the oh, Monica Four. I'm sorry, pardon me. I, I my my mistake. Yeah, no okay. worries. Yeah, yeah. So okay, <laughs> There's a lot so, going on in this town. Yes, so. yes. So putting us okay. So you'll be at the at the uh, Lemley uh, Playhouse. Um, so this is the issue, and I really it's really it's, to me the heart of uh, Big Boys Gone Bananas, which is access becomes prohibitive for most people, mostly because of the cost involved here. You were essentially facing bankruptcy in trying to defend your 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 opportunity to present this film to the to to the audience, right? I mean that really what it comes down to. They have a lot of money and they can force you to spend a lot of money that you don't have. Yeah, and and they also did. And I mean our defense cost $300,000 and you can imagine right. for people small film company in Sweden, it's it's kind of a very hard hit. And and they know that. When they send out these letters, they know that they're causing costs on the other side. And it's that's not really fair. I, I believe that the big corporation like Dole, they make $8 billion a year. They can, they can afford criticism. You know, <laughs> I'm from a country in Sweden, we have a fairy tale hero called Pippi Longstocking. You know, and, mm-hmm. and she believes that if you're really big and strong, you also have to be very, very kind, and I, I, I can, I have the same feeling that if you are strong as Dole, you also have to be better than, than the small people. You have to be, you really have to show that you can, because I think with being big, it comes a lot of responsibility, right? And and then you should also respect free speech. What? But I mean, I mean, I, I really hope people come to to watch the film because it's not only an important film; it's also actually quite entertaining and scary. And yeah. and I had a screening yesterday up in uh, in Michael Moore's festival in Traverse City, and mm-hmm. the audience were laughing and applauding. It was really, yeah. it's very emotional film too. So well, it, it is. It is, and again, I mean, uh, the, what this the film reveals is just the, all the machinations all of modern day. Uh, com, uh, in in if you're involved in today's society with combating the power and the resources of a multinational corporation like Dole Foods, 
your opportunities to even be heard or and as you show in the film you're you're you as a filmmaker and your film was dismissed out of hand and uh with uh, most of the people if not all of the people who criticized your film bananas had never seen it which was just i thought was just a you kept that kept it was a reoccurring theme no one's seen bananas uh, that is criticizing it and saying it's untrue and false and all the rest of it. They are, and plus this, the backstory, which is Dole was deflecting attention away from a real criminal um, wrong. Well, criminal uh, responsibility they had for spraying these workers with a herbicide that they knew was causing physical injury. They admitted that. So what they're doing is deflecting that attention away onto you. Trying to make, trying to gin up some kind of a charge that it's somehow you're spreading misinformation, right? I mean, is that? Yeah, that's that's the technique, and and my idea of doing this film. You asked me in the beginning why when I started to shoot the yeah. film, and I I started to shoot when the first letter arrived, and and when my l- lawyer said, if you're going to LA, you have to be expect getting papered, you have to expect yeah. being served a lawsuit. So yeah. I thought, okay, then I want it on camera. Of course, at that moment, I had no idea if I had a film coming. But when I I, I put the, some material together and I started to think about it, so I thought, well, this is actually a film about media. It's about, uh, about how you control the media or how you kind of try to shift the focus away from stories you don't want to talk about. You know, media, I mean, journalism is such an important part of society and, and of, of democracy and the role of media is also to kind of to check on the powerful. And, but nowadays, media is becoming more and more kind of gossip, and it, every journalist has to produce more, yeah. meaning that he has not, not have the time to really check on the stories. So this thing that a lot of journalists wrote about my film being wrong without having seen it, right. it's kind of something that happens all the time these days. People shoot first and ask, you know, yeah. <laughs> later, <laughs> which is kind of, it's, it's sad, especially if you're hit by it. Yeah. And it's, it's not only me, because I was telling a story about banana workers being harmed. And of course, it was the banana workers' story that they wanted to shift away from. Yeah. And my hope is, of course, that, that I would, with this new film, also can shift the focus back to where it belongs that there are banana workers being harmed by pesticide. Even if this film is mainly about our own society, media and uh, free speech. Right, right. And that's, this again, it's so important. People have to understand that justice can be had still, and and I don't want to, I'm this, I don't want to talk too much about how this, your film turns out, but it's it's still possible. But the, the the bar has been raised so high now. If you want to enter into a courtroom and play on a, on a level playing field with these major economic interests, it's it's beyond the the reach of almost anyone in normal society to be able to do that. You really have, and in your case, you had a fantastic attorney in Lincoln Blandin. You had you had the support of the the Swedish Parliament, and even then, you were still faced with some daunting hurdles here in order to just get the word out about bananas, about getting a platform, a fair and objective platform in which to show your film. It really highlights many of the, the, the issues that will continue to daunt us in free societies. It's this economic threshold that few of us can meet in order to get justice. 
Yeah, it's 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 scary, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I think my my film actually had quite a happy ending. Oh, yeah. and I mean, yeah. without giving anything away, yeah. it's there is a lot of hope and yes. there's a lot of possibilities. And I I think also in this country there are there are so many good people, yeah. there's so many smart people from all sides or all camps. And I I think. Um, I think this film can be inspirational to to people who try to do something because it it is possible, even if it's very very hard sometimes. <laughs> and we we also have to remember that the people running these this huge corporation they are also people like you yeah, and us. Yeah. And I I mean they are they are just you know they also put on their shoes in the morning I guess. So it's, yeah, I you. It's true. We, we don't. We don't have to. Be, we shouldn't be too impressed. I think. Well, and and you weren't, thankfully, and as well as all the people in support of you, David Magdale, um, your your attorney, Land, uh, uh, Lincoln Blandin, and others. So yeah. So you you yeah. had a great uh, cast of people around you. It's a terrific film. Uh, I urge everyone to run out and see it uh, again. It's. Uh, it'll be uh, playing at the the, the uh, Playhouse Seven in Pasadena, as well as uh, morning showings at the Monica Four. Uh, so, uh, see it, and 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 the opportunity to talk with you uh, as well about this uh, your experience, with, not only with Bananas, but this film, Big Boys Gone Bananas. Thank you so much for the film, and I really wish we had more time. But thank you so much for being here on Film School today. Thank you. Thank you for thank Bye. you for having me. You take care. Bye bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.